So some final thoughts on the book of Genesis. As I was walking through and reading through the book of Genesis every day for the last year and a half, I was surprised at how many foreshadows came into the text. I was shocked at how the book of Genesis is setting up everything in the entire Bible. I was even more shocked at how just fascinating these stories are, and they're like a thriller. Um, I was shocked as I was reading to see these stories leap off the page in a way that I never have before. I was absolutely shocked at how easy it was to read. Uh, you know, I was using a, a translation that was more modern, but it was easy to read. And when I started looking at it as a literary, um, like work of art, there were so many things that are in the Bible that are in books that we read um, in a modern text, like foreshadowing and parallelism and, um, you know, uh, foil characters and plot and all of this wonderful stuff. I was also shocked to see that there seems to be poetry in the book of Genesis that almost is lyrical, like a song, like maybe some of these things in Genesis were sung um, before they were written down. And that was very intriguing to me. Some other things that I thought were interesting are how many times you can take the text of Genesis and read the story of Jesus into the text. I'm not a huge fan of doing that because I am a historian, but I also understand that that can be done and it's just eerie how often those stories that were thousands of years before the time of Christ map so closely with onto the story of Jesus. And it's not always exactly the same, but some of the elements are there uh, when you begin to read it. Uh, and some could say that's because you're looking for it. Some could say, you know, it's because you're, you're reading that into the text. But all the elements of what's happening uh, in the story of Jesus are, are right there in Genesis. And so I don't think this is necessarily a mistake, given that the the Gospels were written by Jewish people who would have been steeped in the Old Testament and specifically Genesis. I was also interested in seeing all the ways that Genesis kept throwing ideas back on itself. Um, so like at the end of the, the book, it was very much... Uh, calling back to the, the first part of Genesis um, in very subtle ways that you have to read and reread. So this is called a Jewish meditation literature. So it also shocked me that the more I read it, the more I would get out of it. I was also shocked to see the if I read the text differently, I would get more or less or or something different. It wouldn't necessarily be more. It wouldn't necessarily be less. It would just be something different. There was a time when I was going through the Easter special where I was just reading through it at a blazing fast pace. I think I read it within 
uh, every chapter of the book of Genesis within um, maybe two hours. And I just went through there and grabbed out every portion that was like, seemed to be a, a neon sign pointing to Jesus. So I was shocked at how it, when you read it really, really slow, you're going to pick up amazing detail. But when you read it really, really fast, you'll see broad concepts that are that are coming through like I've never seen before because I've never read Genesis that fast. So that's something to keep in mind as you read too. Don't just stick to your word studies where you're analyzing everything letter by letter or chapter by chapter. Really diversify what you're reading and how you're reading it because you could see something completely different if you read large portions of it at a time. Um, I think what humbled me and shocked me the most as I was going through the book of Genesis is that I saw myself in these characters in ways that I haven't before while I was reading it. I saw my failures in these characters and I saw on the best day that I have, I can be almost like some of these faithful characters. But the faithful characters of this story had flaws just like I do, and God still loved them. And he still promised them that he would get them uh, through things and that he would bring about peace and restoration. And so it just humbled me. To read through this story and look at the people who who were in the text like Adam and Abraham who had failures and flaws but God loved them anyways and so that was probably the biggest takeaway for me is just to read this book and to see myself in these characters and know that even though I'm flawed God loves me and God cares about me. And even though it seems like the world is spiraling down out of control, God is going to take the evil that's going on and change it for good, which is how the story ends. And and that was the most humbling and probably most influential thing that I read in the, the book of, of Genesis as I uh, did this one-minute Bible commentary was just the fact that we screw up so often but it does not drive God away because he keeps his promises and he will change this world and restore it to the way that it was in the beginning because he promised to and he's faithful to his promises. So I hope that helps you. These are my final thoughts on uh, the book of Genesis and I look forward to talking to you again in uh, a little while when we go through the book of Exodus. Mm -hmm.